Well, let's pray. And we, uh, tonight will be our last message uh, in Second Timothy. And uh, I'm excited. We just did First Timothy in January, Second Timothy in February. And uh, January talked about godliness. Yeah. Uh, had some pretty good messages. How was last week with Paul being a, a good soldier of Christ? Yeah. Yeah, just a fresh perspective from Paul. Um, just a need, yeah, just a need for us to be dedicated to God's word. Um, so let's pray. Jesus, thanks so much for tonight. Thanks, God, for ministering to us already through uh, praise and worship, through prayer, through uh, testimony. Yeah, thanks, God, that you're, the victory is already in you, you know, and because we're in you, the victory is in us. Thanks for the victory that uh, Tati's getting over social media and Kaya and Image and really just fixing all of our attention on you, God. Yeah, come and speak to us tonight, God. I pray that we'd leave here just with a fresh understanding, God, of what it is that you require of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, uh, so tonight's message is, is kind of an accompilation of uh, 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. Um, Fiona, you should turn on the lights and you can actually see what we're reading. Uh, so it's kind of a handful of different verses, but I was as we were reading through 1 Timothy last month and 2 Timothy this month, there's a whole bunch of names in there. Yeah, there's probably, how many names we got here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 12, 13, 14, 15, 19, 20, 22. 22-ish names that are mentioned outside of Timothy and Paul um, in these two letters. Yeah, and uh, that's actually a great image, this prayer around the flagpole image uh, that wasn't planned, but thank you for putting that up there, Michaela. Um, so I want to I wanna talk about these names, these people that are listed in the Bible. Can we do that for a little bit? Yeah? And, uh, and I think through it, God will, will come and speak to us. Okay, so um, we've got to do some Bible flipping. So if you have a Bible, shaka. If you don't, maybe an extra one by the door or other people may have it. But uh, let's do some Bible flipping real quick. So go to 1 Timothy chapter 1, 19 and 20, and we'll hit the, the first two individuals. So 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. Ready? Uh, 1 Timothy 1, verse 19 and 20. So this is Paul speaking, yeah, to this letter. He's, he's kind of on his, his final home stretch. He's, I mean, he doesn't really make it out of prison. He gets executed after this for his faith in, in the Lord. Uh, we kind of hit the historical setting for that in the beginning, um, and he, in this letter to Timothy, not only is there encouragements, but there's also warnings, yeah, and there's some people that make it in these letters, which is, like, pretty awesome, like, they make it into the Bible, yeah, like, how many of us wouldn't mind having our names in the Bible, yeah, be cool, that wouldn't be a bad place to have our names, but 
Yeah, unless we're going to learn tonight that not all of the 22-ish names that was listed in these two letters were actually people that deserve to be in the Bible, I guess. But nonetheless, they got canonized and they're in Scripture. Okay, uh, verse 19. So Paul writes, be re- uh, well, by rejecting this, so he talks, so he says, holding, holding faith and a good conscience. Wait, I should, I should back up. Let's go 18. So this I charge and entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. Okay? So how do we battle? So he says, Timothy, battle this way, holding, uh, holding to your faith and through a good and clear conscience. Amen? Okay? And he says, some have rejected this, yeah? And by doing, they've shipwrecked their faith. There's no analogy shipwreck. Ship is in the ocean. It shouldn't be on the reef. Shaka, okay? Not made for the reef, made for the ocean, okay? So some have shipwrecked their faith, among whom are uh, Hymenius and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Amen? We don't want our names in the Bible that way. Okay, all right, so let's go another, uh, let's go 2 Timothy um, chapter 1, verse 15. So another, another set of names that were mentioned in the Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. Okay, let's go from 14. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. You are aware that all who are in Asia turned away from me, among whom are uh, Philegus and Hermogenes. That's all that we know about these guys. That Paul says that when he was in Asia, they all turned away from him, and then he specifically chose two people who turned away from him. So like there was like masses that left Paul and the ministry, but specifically two guys that he remembers that may, maybe they left on a, a different account. Okay, um, verse sixteen. Yeah, sixteen and eighteen is the next person. So uh, he says, "May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, Onesiphorus." For he often refreshed me um, and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he arrived in Rome, he searched for me earnestly and found me. May the Lord grant him to find mercy from the Lord on that day. And you well know all the service he rendered at Ephesus. Amen? That's a good brother right there. That's the kind of brother you want to have on your side. You know? Because you figure like, so when, when Paul was saying that he searched for him when he got to Rome. So this guy probably heard that Paul was in Rome, in prison, and he didn't really know where Paul was. And so when he got to Rome, I mean, this was like not only pre-cell phone, this was pre-any phone, amen? You know, and so he didn't really know where Paul was, and he searched, not Makawao, not even Maui, like he searched through Rome, you know, looking for where where Paul was, you know, and brought great encouragement 
to Paul in the time. And not only in Rome, this guy also did a great work when he was in, in Ephesus. You know, pretty awesome, okay? All right, let's go to uh, chapter 4. Here's another list of a lot of people. Let's go from um, verse 9. So Paul writes this letter, right? And he says in verse 9, so 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 9, Paul writes, Hey, Timothy, do your best to come to me soon. And who knows what soon means, you know? Like soon come now before winter, soon come now because I might not be alive. Like come to me soon. At the end of this letter, he says, bring some things with you. Like I forgot this cloak, like bring those things with me because I may not get out of here, okay? So uh, verse 10. For Demius, in love with this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. So here's another person. So Timothy, come. Like, I need some encouragement. Maybe why? Because someone left me, yeah? Because uh, Demius left me. Why? Because he didn't want to die for the faith. He actually was really in love with the world. Like, Paul is in prison. Why? We talked about this. Only because of his faith in Jesus Christ. He taught, um, you can read about uh, how Paul got um, arrested in like Acts, Acts chapter 20 through the end. You can, talk, you can read about how he got uh, arrested and, and what he spoke on, but pretty much he was speaking about being, or coming back from the dead, like a resurrection. And that was something that a lot of people differed from, and he was causing a havoc, and they arrested him. They wanted to kill him, the Jews, right? Uh, but because he was a, a Roman citizen, they brought him into captivity and ultimately saved his life to kill his life. But nonetheless, it did spare him for a little bit, and out of it we get a lot of letters. So, um, Okay, so there's Demius who deserted um, Paul because of the, his love for the present world. Um, there's Crescens, who had gone to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Luke alone is with me. I think the other ones had left Paul to other places, but it doesn't necessarily say that they were people who were against Paul. They just went to different places because he lists off Titus, and um, we can read about the letter that Paul sends to Titus later, and I think Titus was definitely somebody who was still faithful. Amen. So we got three different people that we know of now. Uh, a group that opposed the faith, like they were uh, speaking heresy. They're heretics. What is a heretic? Somebody who opposes the general consensus of what people believe. Okay? So you got people who abandoned the faith for, uh, because it taught different teachings. People abandoned Paul because of love for the world. There are some that left Paul because of persecution. Some left Paul just to go to other places to minister. Um, and then there are some who didn't leave Paul and they were still in the area. Amen? Good little category? Okay, let's continue. We got to, uh, I just want to work through a couple more. So verse 11, Luke alone is with me, period. He says, get Mark and bring him with you, for he is very useful to me for ministry. I wouldn't mind being a Mark, Amen? Like, that's not a bad person to be. Like, bring Mark with you. Like, think about it. Paul's in prison, and he's like, hey, Timothy. And he's thinking about people, and he's like, bring this one brother, because 
I can use him for the work that I'm doing here in Rome. Amen? Like of, of the whole list. I mean, think about it. When I, when, I, when I think about people in my life, how many of you guys have a short, okay. How many of us have multiple friends? Raise your hand. Multiple friends. Okay. On that list of friends that you have, how many of them are, like, think about them, like, how many of you guys have maybe 10 people that you're like, these are my close friends? Good. Yeah, I definitely have 10 guys that are, like, my close friends. Okay? All right. So think about the list of close friends. How many of the friends of that list are people that you could call at any time and they would show up? Okay? Okay? Let's see, how many, uh, Tati, how many do you have? People that you're like, if I call this person, can be family and or friends, doesn't matter. They're going to show up. <laughs> That's okay. Are you going to be you one of those guys or what? <laughs> of course he's going to say, yeah. Uh, He's like, what? Crazy. I'm not calling you. I get one baby right now. <laughs> yeah, call Aiden. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, when I think about people, I mean, I have a lot of great people that are really close, really loving. But then when I think about people, when I'm in a bind, like I got a caughtist person, that list gets really short. Not that the other people aren't loving, but sometimes the other people are just consume with other things. Or if I call them, they might be like, uh, just a little wormy. You guys get those people, you know? Um, and some of those people who I, I would call, yeah, I, I may not even be really close with them. It's not a matter of my closeness to them. It's, it's a matter of the type of person that they are. Amen? Like, a lot of these people I never did spend like my entire life with and they don't know all my family and all my story. But they're people who have this uh, character about them, you know, that is almost God-given. That you're like, man, that person is dependable, you know. Because you've called on them once, they showed up. You called on them twice, they showed up. You called on them three times, they showed up. And I'm thinking like, man, I think that's the kind of guy Mark was. You know, Paul's like, hey, Timothy, bring Mark. I can use him. Why? Because I've used him before. Part of Mark, he was faithful. Amen? Like he showed up. Part of being a dependable friend is what? Showing up. You cannot be dependable and not present. I don't think that's possible. You can be a good friend that's supportive from a distance, but you're, you won't be a dependable friend in that way, you know? doesn't mean that everybody... Uh, on your friend list needs to be dependable. But I think to make it to that exclusive list of people that are present, that are dependable, that you can count on, you know, like one of the characteristics in that list I think that Mark has was that he was faithful. You know, he was faithful, he was true to his word. How many of you guys hate that when somebody's like, bah, shoot, I'll see you there. And then you just know already. They're like, <laughs> you just know already they're not going to show up. Okay? Yeah, I'm sure most of us have that. Okay? When you're like, shoot, I'll be there, and they don't show up. 
at the same time, I'll be honest, sometimes that's been me, okay? Yeah, I'll try to be honest, okay? I'm learning, but uh, at the same time, I feel like I'm dependable also, okay? Oh, yeah, that's not even, yeah, yeah. That's actually something that God has been speaking to me about is just being a person of my word, amen? And it's challenging. It's challenging, okay? Anyway, let's move on, okay? All right, a couple more names, right? A couple more names here. Uh, We're moving on to verse 12. Uh, So Tychus, yeah, I have sent to Ephesus. I just want to, can I elaborate on that real fast? I'll come back to that, sorry. I'm not going to elaborate. Okay, Uh, verse 13. When you come, bring the cloak I left with Carpus. How many of us like to be Carpuses? Like people leave things and you just hold on to those things. Flash borrow. Amen? I have uh, a hydro flask in my car right now, you know, that somebody, that Zach left here last week. And I go and sample until he calls me back for it. (laughs) Pastor Kaeo has somebody else's Bible that he got from camp. And he's hold on, holding on to it, putting it to good use. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay, so uh, verse 14. Alexander the coppersmith did me great harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. Let me just bring a characteristic about God that's going to happen. We're all going to get paid back for our deeds. Amen? You're like, should I say amen to that? Should I not say amen to that? I think, I think for us who, 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 who trust in the Lord, yeah, and really try to follow him and ask him to continue to forgive us and cleanse us with his blood, we really like that part of God where we're going to get repaid for our actions. Amen? Jesus did teach that he was going to build a mansion for us, amen, that he was storing up. Uh, Jesus thought that we could live in a way where we can store treasures in heaven. How how many of us want to live and receive our reward in heaven? I mean, heaven will be good, but somehow there's treasures in heaven that will make it better. Shaka. At the same time, there's ways that we can live in this world where we won't receive a reward and we'll actually receive punishment. And let's not be on that list. Amen. Um, verse 15, Paul continues about Alexander. He says, Beware of him yourself, for he strongly opposed our message. Yeah, strongly opposed our message. Um, get down to verse 19. Um, greet Prisca and Aquila and the household of Onesiphorus. Um, Erastus remained in Corinth, and I left uh, Tro- Trophimus, who was ill. Okay, do your best to come before winter. Um, Eubulus sends greeting to you, as do Pudens uh, and Linus and Claudia and all of the brethren. Amen? So this is pretty much the list of people that were listed in 
these first two letters that weren't the major contributors in a sense, right? Timothy and Paul, main characters. And Paul lists off these people, and, and you kind of have those categories. You have the faithful ones who stayed with Paul while he was in prison, and they continued to minister to him. There was the faithful ones who weren't with Paul. Either they got sent, or they were still at other places, yeah? Or they carried the gospel in different places. There's the faithful ones who scattered because of persecution, I mean, remember we talked about uh, Nero taking power and Nero started persecuting people. Uh, I probably would hide too. Just so my life would, not that I would deny Christ, but maybe I always think like if, if uh, the world changed, because Scripture talks about this great falling away of believers, and most of it is because of persecution. And I think about what is happening in the Mideast where ISIS comes in and, and people just... I remember watching when ISIS first started their campaign, uh, seeing this helicopter fly over this mountain area and just seeing hundreds of thousands of people just walking to the next country with no backpack, no clothes, well, like carrying clothes, you know, just with the clothes that they were wearing, boom, mothers, children, you know, fathers, like just walking, just walking. And I was thinking, like, if that happened here, I would straight head for the woods, you know? Like, I would survive for sure. And then I would be, like, conspiring in the back, killing the bad guys, and saving the good ones, you know? Okay? Um, I've had crazy thoughts like that in, in my mind, okay? You guys are like, what? Killing guys? I would straight just lay down some metal in, in guys' chests if they were, like, trying to kill any one of you. You know? I think about that sometimes. I dream about, like, these images when, like, we're preaching I probably had a dream about this too, where I'm preaching and some guy like walks in to our church, right? And I'm, I think a game plan, like what would I do? You know, would I just like, oh, like, you know, it's like head for the door, like, you know, yeah, I just might carry this in my, <laughs> that's why I get in my gun carrying holster. Um, I was, I was, uh, as funny as that may seem, I was, I was listening to this news thing uh, in Israel, I think it was, where some of the Muslims were walking through the town and they would just run up to people and start stabbing them. The, uh, the president, or what is it in Israel? President? Prime, prime minister? Prime minister? Yeah, he gets on uh, the news and he's like, hey, start carrying your guns with you to protect you. Like he announces that to the general public, like carry your guns with you, you know? Because there's crazy things happening. Um, what was I talking about? You know? Um, so when we, when, we, when we think about the people that were with Paul, there was the faithful ones who some were with him, some weren't with him, right? But they were faithful nonetheless. And then Paul writes about these other people that, that he probably cared for yeah, at one point, and probably still cared for in prison, but they left for either worldly pleasures or even worse than leaving for worldly pleasures, they left because um, they were kicked out or they, they, they started teaching something different that was in the gospel. We didn't really touch on it too much in uh, these last two months, yeah, but... Um, 
So many times Paul talks about guarding yourself and know the word. Like hold on to the message. Why? Because there's people who are teaching a different message. And we got to hold on to the message. Because that's the very thing that's going to get us off of the unfaithful list and keep us on the faithful list. And that's my takeaway for tonight. Like when we think about like, so my question to you is, who do you want to be? Yeah? Like if, if somebody, if, if say I got in prison or uh, one of the leaders got in prison or any one of you guys got in prison and somebody wrote a letter about, you know, hey, this is what the thoughts are. Send these people, you know, you're sending a warning and encouragement. Like what would you want written about yourself in this letter? Like, say I was writing this letter and I got in prison, right? And I'm writing a letter to whoever's running Monday nights. Like, hey, Cody, read this letter to the Monday night crew. You know, send dot, dot, dot. Because she or he is faithful. Hey, remind so-and-so to continue to stay dedicated to the word. Like, what would you want written about yourself? Like, I think about the guys in here that Paul wrote about that weren't faithful. I'm sure he would have wanted them to be faithful, you know? At the end, he says, he lists off all those, right, those four, uh, Claudia, Linry, uh, uh, Lyris, and he says, oh, and all the brothers. Like, he lists off a handful, but then there's others around him that are faithful, and they're still steady. They aren't listed, but they're still faithful, Amen. There's the faithful ones, and then there's the faithful ones who have specific talents that are useful for the kingdom. Amen? And so my thoughts is, how do we stay on the faithful list for sure? Well, we stay dedicated to God's word. Okay, so go back to what I was talking about with... uh, Verse 12. Uh, Tychus, I have sent to... Ephesus. So how do we stay on the faithful list? We use God's word as what? Our compass. Our decision-making book. Okay? So I have, uh, I, was, I was watching um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Anybody? Fans? Pirates of the Caribbean fans? I was actually looking for, I didn't have it, but I was going to, I found it on Amazon, and I was actually going to play you a clip, but it, the computer wasn't working, technology. <laughs> anyway. Um, so what is it at the, uh, on, at the end of the world or at world's end or was that one at world's end? Okay. So there's, right. It's, it's fully biblical. Okay. Um, so within that story, there's this, uh, oh, wait, wait, I have it right here. Um, the brethren court. Okay. So there's the brethren court where nine of the brethren Pirates are gathered to make a decision about the, the future of piracy. Not piracy like on the internet, pirate, like pirates in the ocean. You guys get it? And so they, uh, what is that girl's name? Calypso, okay? So Calypso is like the sea goddess who, uh, yeah, that is the scene. But no, it's blurry and it's junk. I was going to talk about it. It's way better because I get to hype it up a little bit. Um, so, what is her? Claudius, right? No. Calypso. Sorry. I was thinking about the names. 
So Calypso is this sea goddess who gets embodied in this like popolo lady with crazy dreadlocks who has like a lot of mascara on her eyes and she's like, you know? Okay? Yeah. And she's like crazy dreadlock Rastai. Okay? But anyway, so she's like crazy power and they're about to, uh, the pirates are going to go to battle, yeah? Or, or they're debating if they're going to go into battle with the East Trading, East Indian Trading Company. Okay? And uh, so in the midst of them making this decision, yeah, um, one of the guys says that there's this, like, code, and, and this one servant stands up, and he's the spokesperson for his captain, who is, has a ridiculously high voice, which is funny. But anyway, so he has a spokesperson. The spokesperson stands up and says something about, like, who even cares? And um, Johnny, uh, uh, Jack's dad comes out of nowhere, and he is, oh, I have his name, his name is Teague. Yeah, Captain Teague comes out of the closet and just gats the guy down in his chest, okay? The guy dies, and pretty much the reason why uh, he got shot was because there's a, a code of piracy, yeah? So they have a book that is called the uh, pir- Pirata, pir- Pirata? Pirata uh, Codex. Yeah? And it's hilarious. Captain Teague walks out of the closet. He slaps this huge book on the table, and the little dog comes running out with the key. They unlock it, and he goes, flips it open to the exact spot where they need to be. And then they make a decision according to the code of conduct that the pirates have. And I was preparing for tonight, and I was like, Bruh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay? I mean, it's kind of funny that there's a lock on it, really. We don't want a lock on our code of conduct. Amen? I mean, if, if the Pirates of the Pirate, if the Pirates of the Pirates of the Caribbean, okay, have a code of conduct that they live and die by. I mean, these guys, like, hate one another. You know? Like, if they tell you, like, there's so many betrayals within like a five-minute time span in that movie. You know, they're like, yeah, let's make a deal. They shake on it. Next thing you know, he's like backstabbing the next guy. Um, if pirates have a code of conduct, and this is just a cartoon, you know, cartoon, animated, fiction, action, drama, fiction, okay? Uh, anyway, okay, it, this fictional uh, movie that we're watching, you know, and that doesn't really mean anything, but for them in the movie, it was a life or death scenario. Like they had directions to, to function in the open ocean, you know? And I'm thinking, man, how do we stay faithful? How do we not only stay faithful, but become the selected ones among the faithful? You guys know what I mean? Like, all of you are the faithful. But how do I, like, in my mind, how do you set yourself apart to be part of the selected faithful? Where you're not just an attender, but you're somebody who is participating with the Holy Spirit and with the leaders around you to develop the gifts that God has given you. 
so that when the time comes for you to be called on because of a specific work, you're not the little infant that I have to explain things to because you have gotten the explanation at other times. You know what I mean? Sometimes there, there's things that just come up, you know? Like say, say I got sick, right? I know that there are faithful guys who can come up here and give a word. I'm, I have no doubt in my mind. If I got sick, I know there would be faithful people to come and, and uh, help set up the service and lead in prayer. You guys all know the, the method of what we kind of do on Mondays. At the very most important, we meet with the Lord. Amen? But why do I have people I can count on? Because they've shown up. They are not just faithful, but they're, they're, they're the selected faithful. They're like the marks, you know? Like I have, even though, like, so Pastor Kael, praise God, I'm not sure if a lot of you guys know, but just got uh, installed as uh, one of the pastors at Kahului Nazarene. Yeah, Shaka, two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, so he's at Kahului Naz, right? Keone's at Grace Church. And I'm like, even if those guys are different churches, like, I know I can count on them. Yeah? One of the, the closest guys I have in the youth is Kepa. Kepa goes to King's Cathedral. Not just faithful, but they've shown themselves to be proven. You know? They show up and they want to learn. There was a time where, I remember when I first met Cody, he was an unsaved, closer to Jehovah Witness guy uh, who was, loves mechanics and stuff, and he was, like, good-spirited, but I knew he didn't know the Lord. You know? Like, great motorcycle rider, like... I remember his senior project was kind of one of the times I, I really got to connect with him, and he, like, rebuilt his engine, his Mustang, which he just sold, and I think I saw it on the road the other day. It was like, shaka. But now Cody is definitely one of those guys where I, I can call, and I know he's going to show up. You know? I think about Tasha and Daniel, you know? Like, I remember when I first met Daniel, or when Daniel first met me in college, you know? And I, like, crazy Kiana Kanaka hair, like... You know, um, you know, and uh, seriously, mine was probably worse than, well, not that yours is bad. <laughs> not that yours is bad at all, but mine was more Kanaka because, yeah, serious, you know. When you start losing your hair, then you got to just cut it, you know. Um, I remember... Uh, when Tasha and Daniel were, were, weren't married yet, you know? And, and I was kind of looking at this guy, and the one thing I knew was that he, he made Tasha happy, you know? Like he could make her smile, which a lot of times, like, I, I couldn't make her smile, you know? <laughs> you know? Like he, he made her smile. He made her laugh. And Tasha used to get this, like, crazy contagious laugh, like 9 p.m. every night when I was little, and I would be like, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> And that was like a cool thing, you know. But Daniel didn't stay a boyfriend his entire life, you know, because of his faithfulness. And because he showed up, he became what? A husband. And not just a husband, but a father. And not just a husband and a father, but a faithful husband and a faithful father. Why? Because he shows up. Amen? Because he shows up. And not just showing up, but he's learning how to lead his family in the Lord. Why? Because he's, in, he's surrounding himself with the word and he's surrounding himself with the church. When I think about 
the code of conduct for us as believers. We cannot be believers that don't know God's grace. Following me? It is the light onto our path, meaning we're walking in darkness. Where's the darkness? The world. We're in the world, which is foreign from God. They hate God. They hate Christians, yeah? And they're like making up explanations to explain godlessness in the world. It's darkness. And how do we figure out how to live in this world? Not just gathering together, but knowing God's word. Paul warns Timothy that from within the crew, there's going to be people who teach a gospel message different than the ones that you are hearing. And if for some reason I'm not here and somebody else comes and they become youth pastor or whatever, like you guys better test what it is that you guys are learning. We're going to the hymn conference, uh, some of us, this coming weekend. And you better believe I don't believe everything that is spoken. I've gone to conferences where I've heard straight heresy spoken. I, I went to this one conference in California uh, where there was maybe 3,000 different people. And, and one of the keynote speakers, I mean, this guy has written books. He has a multi-mega church. And he got up there and said, you know, pastors, when you're looking for the next leader to develop, choose the most talented one. And I was like, hold up. Just, just reverse, reverse from that. Like, if you're going to pour your time, make it count and pour into the most talented and skilled ones. And I was like, oh, I don't receive that word at all. You know, and he actually used the example of Paul, the Apostle Paul, because the Apostle Paul was educated, you know. Oh, who cares that they actually like, you know, he was actually killing fools in the name of God. Like he was well educated. Yeah. And he was a great and eloquent in speech. Like God chose him and used him. Yeah. God changed his heart. But that would have discredited me from that selection. That would have discredited Pastor Ka'eo from that selection, you know? Like, think about yourself. Do you think of yourself as the highly talented and skilled? Some of you guys are. Some of you guys just got crazy talent coming all over you, which is cool. But I think for the vast majority of us, we're probably not the most talented. Okay? And how did I know? How did I know that what that guy was speaking had a little bit of, uh, it like it was good advice but not biblical you know what i mean which makes it closer to unbiblical than biblical right good advice that is unbiblical is bad advice okay it's like good advice or or, or bad advice with some seasoning on it you know like spoiled meat that has good seasoning or like spoiled milk you look at milk and you're like, you know, not like, not like crazy like cheese spoiled, but just a couple days old. You look at it and it's like, oh, here's a better example. It's like uh, fish with cigateria. Oh, man. Oh, oh. That's, the, that's deceptive. That. Some, of you, some of you guys are like, what are you talking about? Anyway, you guys got me, right? You guys following? Okay. Hey, not only do we not want ourselves to be that person. We want to guard ourselves 
from people that are like that. And Paul says, if you hear anyone speaking a message different than what the Bible says, yeah, have nothing to do with them. And the, and the hard ones are the ones who are speaking godly things that are just a little off. He warns us in, in chapter 3 that they have a form of godliness, but not really God like the creator God. Those are the ones that can deceive people. Because they come and they look and they sound like a preacher, but they're not really preaching the truth. And the only way you're going to be able to discern who those people are is you've got to know the word. You can't just have it on you. Yeah, you've got to know the word. Is the gauge. It's the gauge. It's the reason why we stay where we are. It's the reason I'm here today. I remember when I was at Fukulani Nans before I came up here. I knew that biblically there was only three reasons why you would leave a church. One, you get sent. Two, you get kicked out. Or three, you leave because of false doctrine. Okay? Like, if you're in a church that isn't speaking the word, they can have the best worship music that you want. Yeah? Run, run, and run. And so that's really one of the things that came up here. Uh, at the time, there were some changes going around, and I remember telling, telling the Lord, well, Lord, if you want me to go to Waipuna, like, you know what is required. Like, I need blessing from Pukalani Naz. And I need you to pray over me and send me. Because I'm not going to leave without it. Even though the grass may be greener across the road. I'm not going to leave unless I have your blessing. Why? Because it's here. You know? It's in the word. That's what the word is teaching. You guys know Pastor Kael just made a transition from, from his previous church, you know? Why did he do that? The word. The word and he prayed and the word he prayed and he had it interpreted amongst the body and God gave him clarity and sent him. Amen? So that's 2 Timothy. Praise God. Yeah. I think there's a lot that we can read from First and 2 Timothy yeah, in, in the days ahead. Um, but yeah, just ask yourself, what type of person you want to be? Amen? What type of person you want to be? We have great opportunities coming up in March to, uh, to help equip you guys to serve the Lord. Some of you guys are serving already. Continue to serve and develop your skills. Um, one guy who's not here tonight who's been faithful is Ben Cooper. He gave a great word this summer, I mean, uh, this last Sunday. Um, we have another service coming up uh, at the end of April. Um, I'm excited about And this summer for the Mondays, um, Monday nights, I think in July, uh, are going to have youth speakers every Monday. Okay? So be praying. If you're like... God has given me a word. Um, you can be girl, guy, doesn't matter. Talk to me, okay? Because Ben didn't just show up Sunday morning and give a message. Like we prayed about it. God gave him a word. He read a lot. He studied. And, and he gave probably the, the best first sermon I've heard from a youth. It was way better than mine probably, maybe. Um, I don't even remember. But we have it recorded for him, which is cool. Like he actually can listen to it and. And uh, 
yeah, he did a great job. So anyway, thank you guys for being faithful, for showing up. Uh, but don't only be faithful. Sign up for stuff. Come and talk to your leaders and talk to us and be like, hey, how can I further develop? If you guys go to a different church, talk to your leaders there. Your senior pastor, if you tell them, hey, how can I serve? I'm pretty sure your senior pastor will find a job for you. Amen? Okay, let's stand. And we'll just close in prayer and uh, get out of here. Hey, Jesus, thanks so much for tonight. Thanks for uh, this journey through First and Second Timothy. Um, thanks so much for your Holy Spirit. We have our desires and we have worldly desires and desires for the flesh. God, I pray that by your Spirit in us, we would no longer live to satisfy the desires of our flesh, God, but we would live to desire, we would live to satisfy your desires, God. The only way we learn about your desires is through your spirit and through your word. So we just uh, so I ask that you would release your spirit, God, upon each one of us tonight. Just a hunger and a desire, God, to learn about your word so that we may know what it is, God, that you require of us. How it is to live in this world and yet not be of this world. Yeah, we just give you praise, God. Um, just pray over all those going to the hymn conference this weekend, just traveling safeties, God. Pray for our upcoming spring break events. Um, and and just be on our hearts and our minds, God, as we get closer to Easter. Pray that we will be thinking about you, Lord, and the sacrifice that you made. Um, just really remember you, not just Easter morning and not just Good Friday, but just every day, God, just bring to our minds... Uh, Thoughts about you. Yeah, thanks so much, God. In Jesus' name we pray. If you guys are thinking